Hey, hey, superheroes, this is Dr. Tony Jones, and welcome to the Not Your Average Superhero Podcast, where not all superheroes wear costumes. Welcome back, superheroes, and thank you for joining me for episode three. This episode is entitled, I've Had Trauma This Whole Time? I'm excited to get into this content. First of all, I would like to say thank you to all of my supporters, um, everyone who has listened, whether it's once, if you shared the podcast, whatever the case may be, I thank you for hanging in there with me. Um, After the second episode, I did hit 100 listens um, or plays. And while that may seem very insignificant, that means a lot to me because I didn't expect anyone to listen. So thank you for hanging in there with me, you all. Thank you for joining my journey. And I hope that you all continue to join with me um, and continue to share. Even if the content isn't for you, share it with someone who it may um, feel relatable to. So like always, I have the song of the month, the comic book character comparison of the month, um, the contents of the show, and then an inter- intervention for the month. This song of the month is a very powerful song. The song of the month is by Zach Williams entitled Fear is a Liar. The verse that really resonates with me is cast your fear in the fire because fear he is a liar i'll repeat that cast your fear in the fire because fear he is a liar fear sometimes comes in and causes us to feel paralyzed but we can be free from fear by giving our cares to the lord first peter 5 and 7 states casting all your cares all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. The comic book character comparison of this month is Storm, my favorite character in all of comic book history. Um, this is probably the comparison that you all have been waiting for. Um, so again, for those of you who know me, I know this is what you were waiting for. Storm is my absolute favorite comic book character. Storm is regarded as one of the most powerful mutates in the X-Men. Um, she has the ability to control the atmosphere. Um, for those of you who don't know, Storm is an African queen. Um, she was briefly married to the Black Panther in comics, of course. Um, in the comic books, she also fought for equal rights of other X-Men. Her work with the X-Men and fighting for the rights of other mutants gave her a sense of purpose. Um, however... She had trauma. Um, Her parents were both tragically uh, killed in a plane crash. Um, And she was also on the plane. So besides losing her parents, um, she was buried under debris 
from the from the results of the plane crash. Um, this led to um, her having a case of claustrophobia. To address her claustrophobia, um, she didn't seek therapy. However, she um, just immersed herself in engagement and in, in improving the quality of life for other mutants, which gave her the comfort and confidence to move beyond her fear. Um, so that's the comparison. That's the comic book. Well, that's the comic book character for the month. Um, the comparison. So much like Storm, I regard myself as someone who has the power to change the atmosphere. I am called to be a change agent and you will often see or hear me refer to myself as such. I desire to see individuals, groups and organizations changed by my presence and my contributions to the environment. Rapport building is one of my superpowers in this example. I genuinely love people and I love hearing the lived experiences of others. As a result, someone may be changed or a seed may be planted. They may not change their behavior right away, but because that seed was planted, it is always my prayer that my encounters will pierce the individual's heart so that they will be able to move forward in life. But also like Storm, I have a phobia, two actually, one of those I'm not sure how it developed and the other developed after a medical crisis. All right, so the first phobia, at some point in my life, I became afraid of bridges. I'm not really sure when and I'm not really sure why. Um, the earliest thing that I can think of is that as a young driver, I was on a bridge and I remember coming across a bridge, but seeing the bridge starting to lift. Um, I don't know that it impacted me in that moment, but now when I go across bridges, my heart races, I sweat. My breathing increases and sometimes I feel as though I'm going to pass out. It also depends on how high the bridge is. Um, I cannot look down on bridges. Um, even not just driving across bridges, but walking across bridges. I feel a little lightheaded. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I avoid bridges because honestly, where I live, I cannot do so. Um, but the experience is still very unpleasant. And then my second phobia is actually, actually, um, claustrophobia, much like storm. Um, in 2020, I had my first MRI. Um, I had a complex migraine, which resulted in the need for a head MRI. Oh no, actually I take that back. In 2020, I had a pelvic MRI. Um, I was strapped to a board, but this was also during COVID. So I'm strapped down to this board. I have a mask on and then I am put in the machine all the way up to my chin. They give you headphones with music and usually music is my happy place. But 
it was just a sensation of being strapped down in a tube up to your neck with a mask. And I was so terrified. Like I felt like I couldn't breathe. Uh, I just remember the text saying, you have to stay very still. Um, and I was trying to, I was trying really hard to stay still, but it was really difficult because I was honestly afraid. Um, and when I tell you I was in there like praying, I was crying, I was speaking in tongues. I'm like, Jesus, I need you now because what I'm trying not to do is give up the ghost in this MRI. And then they have to call a code on me. Um, after that experience, I was like, okay, it's over. I'm never going to need an MRI again in my life. And then in January of 2021, I had a complex migraine, which resulted in getting a head MRI. And in this case, <laughs> I told them about my previous experience with the MRI and asked for um, some medications to help with anxiety so that I could be able to get the procedure done um, without having to move. Because honestly, with the medical situation and I work in a hospital, so, you know, I knew enough about what needed to happen to know that, hey, I got to have this this done. Um so they gave me the anxiety medication and it did not help at all. Um, this time I was laid on the table and they put this cage like thing over your face and then they cover it with a, uh, a washcloth or a towel. Um, again, praying, I couldn't really move my mouth or anything so I just prayed in my head um and cried the entire time um the other thing was because of the migraine they gave me a medication and it suppressed my breathing and it was weird because and maybe it was just the anxiety and I was panicking but you know I they had give me oxygen I felt like I was gasping for air um I just was not having a good experience. So to be laying on this table, feeling short of breath. I also, I believe I still had a mask on in this instance with a, a cage over my face and a washcloth over my face. And they're like, oh, it's quick. It's only 30 minutes. And I'm like, this is the longest 30 minutes of my life. This is torture. Um, I wish they could have actually just put me to sleep and popped me in there, but I know that they couldn't, <laughs> but I promise you some people do have that where they get put to sleep to get an MRI and, you know, God forbid I ever need another one. But if I do, then they just gonna have to put me to sleep because that was a horrid experience. Now, did I feel like something was going to happen to me? No, I prayed because I knew that there was safety in prayer and that if I focused my energy and my thoughts on that, it would calm me down. 
Um, I had to struggle not to hold my breath because I do that sometimes. Um, I, I hold my breath when I'm nervous or when I'm anxious or upset and I'm really trying to work on that. Um, but you know, that's a extreme situation where most people don't have to go through having an MRI, but even now, like ever since that experience, I do not like riding in an elevator or being in tight spaces. Um, and I have become more aware of this by monitoring my breathing um, and how I feel and just doing a body scan like hmm, something's happening in this moment that is a little bit beyond my control. What's going on? Um, much like Storm, I definitely um, like to immerse myself and helping people and helping others and making sure other people have a, a better quality of life. And even I even talk to people about overcoming their own fears. Um, so, of course, you know, being that I work in mental health, I'm tra um, trained in mental health. Um and even just being a believer in Christ, I know that having these fears are not good for me. Um, I know just from like, oh my God, I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack. I feel like my heart is racing. It's about to jump out of my chest. I don't want to live with that type of experience. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So this is why I seek treatment um to talk it out with somebody um i even utilize as you all know i have my um interventions that i often talk about um so besides trying to help other people i definitely do make sure that there is some type of intervention to address these issues um so what I will say is that while I am overcoming these fears, um, it is easier to find comfort and confidence in my faith and knowing that the God that I serve is not going to allow anything to happen to me, um, especially in those circumstances, um, and that also being mindful of the words that I speak because of the thoughts, you know, um, your, your thoughts drive what you do. And so making sure that when I have those thoughts that I am actually replacing them with something that is beneficial to me and my situation. So that brings me to the intervention of the month. Um, so how am I overcoming my phobias? With my fear of bridges, I continually engage in exposure therapy techniques such as in vivo. In vivo or in life is a type of exposure therapy that gradually exposes a person to an anxiety-provoking situation 
to desensitize one to the experience. I have engaged in in vivo by starting to take a higher bridge. And I mean, this bridge is way up there. Um, it's also a toll bridge, so it, it costs some money. And it's, But if I'm running late for work, it's quicker. Um, so um, this bridge is a little bit out of the way for me. And it's also a toll bridge, which is kind of one of the reasons why it's not my preferred route because it's a five dollars it's a five dollar toll um it's not a very long bridge but then again to me it feels like it's long um but what I did at first I started taking it if I was just late to work um then I was like you know what I need to just keep taking this bridge. So then I started taking the bridge more frequently just because, and you know, it would get me to work a little bit earlier, but the whole point is I'm trying to desensitize myself to crossing the bridge. So, um, I started to include this bridge on my way to work. And for the first few months, it was rough. Eventually I found myself not having to pray while I cross the bridge. I mean, I still pray in the car, but not praying, um, hoping that nothing happens while going across the bridge. Um, then I realized that my breathing would remain stable while crossing the bridge. Um, I still do cross the bridge sitting straight up with both hands on the wheel. However, I've also, um, just included the route after work sometimes um so or you know like if I'm going to a particular location um I'll just include the, the route because again I want to desensitize myself to the fear that I have about crossing this bridge um the route is quicker it's smoother um and I'm doing it intentionally so that's the thing it is an intentional exposure that has decreased my fear. Now, again, if I'm honest with myself and I'm honest with you all, I haven't completely gotten over the fear. There are bridge tunnels and steep drawbridges that still cause a great deal of anxiety. But these are also bridges that I don't have to um, encounter very often. So... I'm not exposed to them the same way. Um, so thankfully, I don't have to take those routes often. But if I did, I would do the same thing. I would have to intentionally um, take the steps to desensitize myself to the fear that is going through my mind. But what I can say is that I am confident that... I could overcome the anxiety from this irrational fear by being intentional in my exposure. Additionally, and I've spoken to this a little bit, but additionally, as a Christian, I had to devote myself to the truth of the Lord. He cares for me. He has not left me, nor has he forsaken me. And I have to 
speak declarations over my own life that he has satisfied me with long life. And as I spoke the word to the situation and as I increased my word as it related to anxiety, my anxiety decreased. So first John 4:18. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. I am no longer expecting punishment. I am not afraid of God's judgment. So therefore, I have no reason to be afraid. I also know that he has satisfied me with long life. And I know that he has too much for me in this world to do to check out early. So therefore, I cast my fears aside. I cast my cares unto him. I do the things that I need to do because faith without works is dead. So I know that there's some work that I need to do. And therefore, I am doing the work that I need to do on my end. And I'm trusting that he's going to work it out on his end. And I am leaving it there. So thank you all for joining me for this third episode. I've had trauma all this time. Um. I hope that you all enjoyed. I hope that you all could relate. I hope that you all give me some feedback. Thanks for joining. Thank you for joining me on today at the Not Your Average Superhero Podcast. Make sure you follow me on IG at Not Your Average underscore superhero. And remember, it's okay. You don't have to save the world today. See you next time, superheroes.